0: hello and welcome back to marriage the good the bad the funny i'm samuel pitcher
1: and i'm sarah pitcher
0: it is october 6th 2019 beginning season two let's get into it it's that time what time time to stop being lazy and get on with a new season
1: Well, you better be calling yourself lazy, not me, because I've been talking about wanting to continue doing a podcast, but no, Samuel doesn't have time for that.
0: Oh boy, throw me right under the bus, huh?
1: ka yep, you just got hit by the bus. Picking up
0: right where we left off.
1: Per the usual.
0: Well, our last episode, for those faithful listeners, and we do, we do have some out there because we've actually been seeing plays go up. The last episode was Lazy Days and A Thousand Plays.
1: That is true.
0: Lazy Days for her, that is. Yes. And I encourage you, we encourage you to go back and listen to that as it closed out what was a magical season full of mystic and wonder.
1: What are you talking about mystic and wonder?
0: You're right. I forgot something very important. It was also very risque.
1: Stop. I knew you were going to do that.
0: I didn't start out with well, love. Everyone online should be very happy about that.
1: Just wait until he starts getting into the folks.
0: Folks, it's time for the high-level overview as we get into our new... Well, it's kind of the same thing we've done, but with new material. Are you going to explain it to us since you got it?
1: Well, I don't know. Should I drill down that point? Oh, my gosh. Anyways, moving on. So... We kind of wore out our little question box, the conversation starters for couples. So I decided to go out and find my own questions. So this is Love Talk Starters by Drs. Les and Leslie Parrott.
0: And they are New York Times bestsellers. Oh, yes. Even though when's the last time you didn't see that on the cover of a book?
1: Right. So this has got a bunch of different questions. 275 to be exact. So, we're going to start off with the first question of the book. Okay. What are you give me that look for? I did give a look. I'm sure you didn't. So, we're anyways. just
0: not being random.
1: Well, you know what? When we talked about this, you're like, why don't we start from the beginning?
0: I'm just giving our wonderful listeners the heads up that this one's not random.
1: Okay. Well, you know what? Maybe the first one, we'll read the first question, and then it can be random. We'll play it by ear. Maybe we'll go to the last question of the book. Do
0: you know what's the best way to find out what we should do next? What? Getting questions (laughs) to marriagegbf at gmail.com. Shameless plugs have begun season two.
1: Okay. So anyways, jumping right into this. First question is, chances are you don't compliment each other as much as you would like to. Why is that? What makes being affirming and encouraging so difficult at times? Ah.
0: So is the question as much as you would like to, or as much as she would like you to compliment
1: her? Well, you know, I don't know. Let's let's really think about that there. No, the question does say, as much as you'd like to.
0: Oh, okay. Because I mentioned that for a reason. Now we'll get into the the serious side of the podcast, answering the serious question, because I think these are more serious questions. Probably. But that's, I asked that in all honesty, because it says that you'd like to. Yeah, and we'll get into it. I would like to compliment you more, and you'd probably like to compliment me more for who knows what. I don't ever do anything worthy of compliments around here, as you have put it many times before. Well, you know. <laughs> but it becomes more or less the arguments, I think, you know, this is conversation starters. What starts a better conversation than a good old fashioned argument, as we have talked about in the past. The argument starts when it goes, You haven't complimented me lately. And it does go both ways. I'm not saying it's just the gal in the relationship, it goes both ways. The guy can say, Oh, thanks for noticing that I, you know, cut the grass or something like that, something that they did. So I'm saying that as much as the other person like you do, but we can talk about as much as You'd like to. What keeps us from being that way? I think that's the bigger question. What keeps us from complimenting and affirming each other?
1: Annoyances.
0: Annoyances? You're going to go right in with annoyances? Yes. Do you want to elaborate?
1: Well, okay. So I'd like to compliment you on doing the dishes. But rather than you actually doing the dishes, you magically become blind to some of the food that might still be on the plates. So I can't compliment you on doing the dishes because they are half done.
0: If I've done a you-know-what-poor-job is what you're saying? Yes. Gotcha.
1: What else? Um. Okay. So you go out and you mow the grass and then you track grass into the house. So there again, you you could have a compliment by having it done already, but... You tracked grass in, so that created more work for me, because now I have to vacuum it up.
0: So every action has an equal and opposite reaction.
1: Yes, it does.
0: Which, you know, oddly enough, goes back to, they're not a sponsor. They want to be, they can be. wouldn't bother me one bit. But for anyone out there who's seen the show, The Good Place, and I know we just recently caught up on it ourselves.
1: Although there is a new episode we haven't watched.
0: It's true. But they explore... I mean, it's a comedy, but they do explore some of the bigger meanings and they talk about the point system being based on if you get into the good place, which most people would consider heaven and the bad place, which most people would be considering hell. So they find out later on that, you know, when you do one thing that seems to be good, there could be a lot of adverse uh, effects. In today's day and age, they say, oh, I did a good thing and I bought organic tomatoes. But what you realize later on is that those organic tomatoes came from a place where they were abusing their workers and paying little to less than minimum wage or something like that and then you lose points because you supported a bad thing even though you were under the impression it was good
1: okay well now you're off on a tangent
0: well yeah season two isn't going to change that twice the tangents i say
1: Uh uh-huh so why don't you compliment me
0: well this might sound totally totally like it's awful of me to say but one thought that came to my mind is when you live with somebody long enough and the compliments we're talking about chores a lot right now we've talked a lot about chores mm-hmm. I think there's other ways that we don't compliment that we can talk about such as like appearances and things like that but right now we're talking about the chore aspects and this might sound terrible but a lot of times it can be selfishly enough you have this expectation. And I know that sounds awful, but let me say that I expect the dishes to be done because you've always done them. You expect the trash to be done because we established that I'm supposed to do trash. now. Donald, I know you're looking at me. I don't always am faithful about the trash, I know. But I'm saying that the expectation becomes, it's just a given. And when anything becomes routine, you don't compliment people for doing their, you know, expected stuff. You don't compliment your workers for doing the bare minimum. You compliment when they do something that stands out as different and it sounds terrible, but, and it's not, and this is to answer the question. The question is, why do you, it's not to say that that's the right answer and that's justified. But the question was, why don't you? And I think it's because some of it's ex the expectations of you've always done the dishes You know how you want the dishes done. We could joke all day long about people who... The sitcoms especially where the guy does a bad job on purpose so he's never asked again.
1: So I guess what you're saying is you haven't given me enough enough compliments. So I will expect flowers delivered to my work tomorrow. Thank you in advance.
0: For those faithful listeners, they know flowers is the worst idea she could suggest to me.
1: I've told you before... You go with one of the local florists. They're not going to screw it up.
0: Well, maybe you didn't compliment the last bouquet that was terrible. <laughs> because Samuel picked a, fair, a terrible flower place.
1: <laughs> I tried to support it. But you're the one that said, oh, this looks terrible. I'm never getting flowers again. I'm like, okay. All right.
0: Uh, so what did I get you last time that wasn't flowers that was absolutely perfect?
1: Chocolate covered strawberries. And yes, they are delicious, but I can never eat them all. Like, without, they start, you know, to get really juicy and then they start breaking down. I know it's a first world problem.
0: Yes. And the flowers that come wilted and everything were breaking down and flowers are going to break down anyway.
1: But that's why you go with one of my favorite florists.
0: Which I definitely know what that is. But yes, getting back to the question. <laughs> well,
1: you said. Twice the tangents.
0: Yes. Yes. Only when it's in my favor. So we mentioned the
1: chores. I think another reason that it might just be difficult is sometimes you get caught up with your own busy life. You honestly don't notice. Yeah. Like you just come home. You've either had a frustrating work day or you've had a really busy one and you really just don't even pay attention. To things that might have been done around the house. Or, you know, like, like say that you, you're dressed up fancy and you want to go out to dinner. Mm-hmm. You know, you just don't notice that because you are dealing with something in your own thought process.
0: So do all these boil down to a root cause of self-centeredness? Yeah. Let's take this uh, question a step further, then. It's a real deep episode, like at least ankle high for me. What are some of the consequences for not complimenting each other enough?
1: Anger, resentment.
0: Ang- yeah. What about how you feel towards me? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. Ah. Okay, anger, resentment.
1: Lack of, you know, feeling that love that it's like. Okay, well, clearly you don't love me. You're not, you know, sh- you're not showing that you appreciate the things that I do.
0: Right. And then, before you know it, those things that I said were expectations stop getting done. Because people lose motivation if there's no, at least some kind of acknowledgement of it being done, right? Yeah. That's a good one to start out with. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I think that no matter how long you've been married, you are guilty of not noticing stuff. Mm -hmm. So anything else you want to add? I mean, you are the best part of this podcast.
1: Um, Well, I think that uh, because of the fact that it's the month of October, I think that we should, you know, try to come up with something spooky, like a spooky story each week. And I think that you have one to share.
0: Oh, a spooky story. Yes. Yes, yeah, so scary. But our audience doesn't want spooky. They want risque.
1: Okay, well, it could be risque. It was a very, you know, you were in a very compromising position. So could be spooky and risque.
0: Fine. I will tell the story that I'm 99.9% sure that you want me to share. But first, shameless plug number, number two for season two. Send us your thoughts on why it is difficult to always express gratitude and affirmation to someone in your life or your partner. We'd be love um oh boy, I can't even talk. Blah blah blah. We'd be happy to hear them. We won't read them out loud against anyone's wishes, but it's awesome to hear people's thoughts. We probably missed something. Like I said, I only got about ankle deep on this one. Sarah probably got about knee deep, so there's more room to. Add some new thoughts and ideas, but now my scary story. Yes. All right. Let's, let's set the filter to scary. Ooh. I don't know how that's going to sound in, in post-production as we call it in the biz. (laughs) (sighs) Season two and I'm acting like I'm an expert. All right. So I set the ambiance for the scary story. You're setting the ambiance too there, the computer?
1: I didn't want him to
0: fall asleep on us. Oh, okay, good. So, it was a dark and stormy night not too long ago. The man of the household, who was notorious for being stupid, got up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. He went to the bathroom, and while he was there, he heard a strange creaking noise at the door. And when he looked up, he saw, for those who have seen the shining, where the head pops through the window or the door, he saw the dog Ralphie popping his head through, and he made the loudest grunt. He went, err. And it scared the fat man to death, as we as he calls his daddy. And daddy finished his business and realized that he was terrified of his doggy.
1: Well, you left out the part that after he made the grunt, he popped his head back out and was waiting for you.
0: Yeah, and it's like The Shining, everyone. He had his, and then in the mirror, red rum.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: That's not plagiarism, is it?
1: I don't know. Is it? No. No.
0: We have to get famous enough for their plagiarism to be that's, an issue. That's
1: true. All
0: right, that's your spooky story. Do you have another one or are we saving more for next time?
1: Well, I don't have a spooky story. I just knew that you had one.
0: Well, now you started something, and it's only October 6th, so there's going to be room for more scary stories. But I will remove the scary filter. And now it probably sounds the same.
1: Yeah, probably, you weirdo.
0: <laughs> well, I am weird, and we do know that.
1: Well, here's a quick question for you. I found this randomly in the book. So, Okay, so this one is, How would you describe your partner's sense of humor?
0: Distorted. Have a good night, everyone. Thank you for listening.
1: Hey.
0: It's for horses, straws cheaper, and grass is free.
1: Not pleased with that. Anyways, well, I already know yours. Yours is sarcasm.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Sarcasm gets the point across, makes you laugh, and then there's dad jokes. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But they already knew that.
1: So what's mine?
0: I said it's distorted. Yours is sarcasm too.
1: Well, mine is mine is a wide variety. I find humor in a lot of things.
0: You really have proven that, you know, season two is gonna be two times the tangents, and I thought it was gonna be me. What? Couldn't even listen to my scary story without digging into the book for more.
1: What well what am I supposed to do? I'm just sitting here. What am I do? gonna just sit on you know, this chair and doing nothing, staring off into a void. Oh. Eh,
0: well, you know, I offered, you know, a couple times for you to share something.
1: I didn't have a story this week. Maybe I'll have one next week.
0: Well, there. Is that your words of wisdom for the lovely people?
1: Yes. That is my word of wisdom.
0: So for season two, we should give the audience what they've been asking for. Twice The Sarah,
1: Right? Um, well, yeah. Hello.
0: The true star of Marriage, the Good, the Bad, the Funny.
1: Yet I haven't said the title once, because you keep hogging it.
0: Would you like to say it now?
1: No, just out of spite. Okay, well,
0: next time then. In the meantime, this has been a wonderful start to what should be a wonderful season. Not sure if we'll stick to Sundays as being the day we upload, The best way to find out again is for people to tell us. We are ready and willing to listen to suggestions. And we also are ready to ignore them, (laughs) depending on how we feel. Does this sound great?
1: You're just a weirdo.
0: I am. But I'm your weirdo. And you're stuck with me.
1: This is true.
0: But till next time, this has been...
1: Marriage. The good, the bad, the funny. Who are you? Well, I'm Sarah Pitcher. Who are you?
0: I'm Samuel Pitcher, and until next time, we look forward to talking to you again. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye.